Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Jeff Cameron Show Radio on 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Happy Libations Friday. Lucy Goosey edition of the program. I'm Jeff. That is Tom, director Matthew in the house as well. You can find us on Twitter at Jay Cameron Show. Here's hoping that you and yours had a wonderful Thanksgiving. No family fights, no nonsense at the dinner table. Everybody did well. Food came out just right. Got to spend quality time together. Maybe you watched a little football, threw the ball around the yard, had a good time. I don't know. Uh, that is that is my my hope for you. And, uh, yeah, I did exactly that. Uh, you feeling better, Big Shooter? You all right? Yeah, there's a little bit of congestion still, but I feel like a human being connected to the earth. You know how that fog works when you're not uh, up to speed. Yeah, it's But fun. I'm happy. To, man, I missed you. It's FSU Florida week. I wanted to get in on the action at some point. Yeah, the um, FSU Florida week is always a good one, and then uh, and and I missed having you here, buddy. It was uh, fun. Matthew and I held it down, and uh, was looking forward to this afternoon's conversation with you about the game because I don't know about you, I I, I let you rest and 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 get healed up. But, Thank you for that. Uh, but yeah, but I uh, <laughs> but what I mean is that um, I I kind of as the week went along felt better and better about the uh, game, and I I think that's true. I I still do. I think. Logic seems to dictate here that Florida State is going to go win this football game and maybe even going away. And, you know, the reason I say that is, again, do I think Florida State is an infinitely better football team talent for talent on the roster? No, but we watch games and we understand that uh, talent is a big part of it, but so is other aspects of uh, how you prepare a football team and uh, how they feel about themselves and where they're at from a confidence standpoint, especially kids. We talk about kids all the time being, and it's relative, they're young men is a better way of saying it, as opposed to paid professionals, are always subject to the whims of emotion. And I bring that up a lot. You see it in college football all the time. And, uh, you know, I, I can't imagine the headspace that Florida's in is a good one with the amount of guys scrambling to decide whether they want to stay at that program going into next year, whether or not they need to get their name into the transfer portal. Uh, there it is. There it is. Uh, in addition, you know, I got to imagine an awful lot of coaches, as uh, Ira and I were talking about, uh, just scrambling to find jobs. You know, that's the other part of this. When, this. when the ship begins to sink and the rats flee and everybody's looking for dry land, typically what ends up happening is, is and by definition, it's almost like a, 
um, you know, live and let live or live and let die sort of attitude. It's sort of, I got to go. I, I got to go look out for me. I've got to go figure this out. Uh, where, where are me and my family going to be coaching next year? Because this thing has, you know, the plane is crashing to the side of the mountain here. I, uh, you have a, a, an offensive line coach, a defensive coordinator, a head coach, all fired. Uh, so there's no getting around the fact that you've got to go. Um, and, and so, you know, I, I, I just wonder how that translates, uh, what that feels like. You know, that's projected. A lot of times that desperation, that sort of confusion, that frustration, that's all projected in the, uh, you know, body language, the, the tenor, the tone of practice, I got to imagine, has been different. It's not to say teams haven't rallied in the history of the game and especially in rivalry games and found a measure of pride deep within themselves in which they play for themselves and or the guy next to them and they care and they say, hey, who cares what's going on with these coaches? Let's go out and win this game. I mean, I, I could picture it being a dogfight in that way. So I'm not saying slam dunk, no problem, Florida State rolls down in Gainesville and wins big. But I think, again, going back to what I said to start the show here, logic seems to dictate that Florida State's in a much better place going into this game than Florida could possibly be in. And if that's the case, uh, and they're buttoned up, and they have been. I mean, the game plans lately have been very, very good. Uh, They've played to our strengths. Uh, They've helped avoid the weakness. Uh, Haven't always executed them well. And we're going to have hiccups because it's a group that's uh, lacking in some areas. Uh, but I think if they're buttoned up and focused and intense, more importantly, intense. I think I think early in this game, um, you set the tone with the chin check. You let you let Florida know you're here all afternoon that it means something to you. Uh, you bring it physically, uh, and and you fight. I think if you can get out to a lead here, you could see this be a rocking chair game. Yeah, this is a. Uh... Actually, not too dissimilar from what our NFL team is going to be facing on Sunday, the Bucks and the Colts. That Colts team will run the ball, run the ball, and run the ball some more. You need to be up to the challenge to stop the run and some of the things they will do off of, again, first and ten, trying to run the football. If I'm Florida this week, and it is Richardson who starts, and they're now conflicting reports I'm seeing maybe today with Emory Jones, but whatever well, it he's, is. He's apparently back, but, you know. Well, but he's also a dual-threat quarterback. Right. So if I'm Florida, I'm down a bunch of staff members, and we've got to put in a game plan. And I'm, you know, we're a team that could run for 2,500 yards for the season. Yeah. You just run the damn ball. You run the hell out of it. And you, and you put linebackers and safeties in conflict off of that very thing. That's what you do. And if Florida State is game to stop it, then so be it. If they're not, well, then you're in business if you're a Florida Gator on a Saturday. But the thing to me is you can count on us, and, and you hit on it. The headline for this team at this point is you can count on us to be buttoned up, ready to go, and intense every weekend. You don't have to worry about, oh, man, I hope they don't lay an egg today. They're not going to. No, they'll show up. They They're may not win, to, but they'll show up. They right? might not win, but they are going to be the best version of what they can be. They're going to show up, and they're going to be ready. I don't know that Florida will be. So I think that already is, is a big advantage, huge advantage, when it comes to trying to handicap this game. Thanks, Jeremy. Appreciate the contribution to what we do. I uh, wish you and yours a great Thanksgiving. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. He uh, writes that he hoped that the two of us did, and uh, I think we did. Yeah, so absolutely. I, I know I did. Yeah, appreciate your, your kindness there. Um, so, Gator Kirk, I want to answer this question. This is a laid-back show today. It's Libations Friday. Uh, if you're out and about shopping, listening to 93.3 yeah. Real Talk Radio, kind of like a so nebulous much. day, right? Yeah. You know, it's kind of it's, somewhere in the middle. Well, the game's on. There's a lot of stuff going on, but we're just having a conversation here for a couple of hours, get you prepared for Florida State. In Florida. By the way, Tom and I tomorrow have decided to join forces yet again, as we have for the better part of uh, 15 years now. Um, that is true. Yeah. That's a little spooky. Yeah. Uh, we're going to um, 
We're, yeah, there it is, right there on the screen. If you're watching on 93.3, I mean on uh, Warchant TV, a uh, little pregame chat, a little pregame chat at 11 a.m. tomorrow. Maybe mimosas involved. I don't know. Maybe mimosas it involved. It could be. It could happen. Is there a way you can make them? We're going to have to get the food coloring because you don't want it to be orange, you know? Oh, no, no. Well, right. Yeah. Well, put it in a dark glass and you there don't you notice it. But it makes the colors up a little bit. a few little something, something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I'll answer questions a little bit more today. We will if you're on the chat because that kind of dedication is greatly appreciated. The fact that you're on the chat listening to us right now uh, on a holiday weekend uh, or holiday back end of the week, that we really do appreciate that. Gator Kirk, I want to answer this, though, because I do think it's pertinent. A lot of times when you see these percentages and you, you, you kind of scratch your head, so he writes, still don't understand how ESPN FPI gives FSU a 27.2% chance to win. So during the course of the football season this year, I've had to, uh, with a number of teams, and that's why there's a benefit to watching the games. <laughs> you know, it's like if you think about the movie Moneyball and, you know, Brad Pitt's character when, when they're talking about, uh, you know, he doesn't even watch the games and he's just looking at numbers. And it's like, there's, there's, it lacks romanticism, right? you got to watch the game. It is still played by humans. Well, Florida's power numbers, Tom, you go back and look at the season right after 31-29 to Alabama, in which they outgained the Tide, and really probably could have won that game, frankly. They went. They were 13th in the country at the time of that game. They actually moved up after that game, after a loss at home, to number 10 in the country. At no time did you think in that moment that, that loss would portend of problems at the back end of the schedule. If anything, you thought that bolstered their chances to maybe rise up and beat Georgia out of the East, maybe be a 10-win team, right? Uh, and, and the reason I say that is right after that game, they destroyed Tennessee 38-14. to It was a non-competitive game, and it's a better version of Tennessee this year than we've seen. So you thought, okay, well, unfortunately, Florida's still pretty good. As we were going 0-4, you're like, oh my God. Yeah, we were in the midst of all that, right? But but again, getting back to the point that I'm going to make here, Kirk, about why the numbers are skewed. Florida at that point was very highly rated. If you're just looking at power ratings, Florida was a very highly rated team, as one would suspect. Uh, they'd blown out South Florida. They narrowly lost to Alabama, who at the time was the number one ranked team in the country. They, uh, they clobbered Tennessee. So there were no hints of problems. And then they lost a penalty-filled, crazy special teams touchdown. They lose by seven to Kentucky. That was the first, perhaps, indicator that, hmm, that's weird. But there was still nothing definitive that said they were bad. And remember, at that time, Kentucky was ranked as well. Kentucky was still a good team. So there are still no indicators halfway through the season that Florida's about to fall off a cliff and that they should really be graded out accordingly, right? So they're still well thought of at that point. Now, here's where it starts to go haywire. They, they beat Vanderbilt 42 to nothing the next week. So, again, nebulous result, whatever. Well, they go to LSU, and it's an LSU team that announced they had fired Ed Orgeron, that the, the, the train was off the tracks at LSU. Right, that even though the public knew about it after the game, the thought was the players in the locker room Everybody knew about it. Yeah, the it program knew. Even talk, yeah. yeah. And LSU proceeds to run a counter- uh, I think it was 15 times for 309 yards. It was unreal. It reminded me of last year's Florida State-Notre Dame game. Just a simple counter over and over yeah, and over. Counter trap. Yeah, yeah, that was all it was. And they lose that game 49-42, and now Florida fans begin to clamor for uh, a change at defensive coordinator. But again, I don't know that in mid-October everybody thought it's over for Florida. You thought, well, 
season's not quite going the way he had planned because of this Kentucky LSU thing, but not the end of the world. Then they get beat down, as you knew they would, by Georgia. Where it comes off the tracks is South Carolina on November the 6th. So this month, in the month of November, you can't get beat 40-17 to by South Carolina. It, it can't happen. It can't happen. That team, player for player, is ass compared to Florida, and that's the first time that you realize they had quit. So if you were going to do power ratings at that point, Florida would fall out of the top 25. They would, you would, my point is, as a gambler, I now look at Florida's st- stats that tell me they're one thing, but my eyes tell me they've quit. So the stats tell me they're a decent team in some areas, and that if I'm matching up teams, I, you know, you look at, I'm done looking at numbers. Tom and I did a preview on how to bet the state of Florida. Yeah. And in that preview, prior to the South Carolina game, we said, now look, the numbers tell you Florida should kill South Carolina, but I'm watching the game. I know this team has quit. They're done. Yeah, our advice to the gamblers run, run, was, well, run from, live bet. Yeah, run from a pregame bet, and then watch beyond the first drive because anybody could put 15 plays together. Right. Look at us last year. Yeah. Look at us in, in this town. Yeah, start yeah. of every game. It's like, man, that's clean. Okay, wonderful. We started the season, James Blackman against Georgia Tech. You're like, oh, we back, baby. Yeah. We're back. Nope. Next thing you know, and yeah. it, was this, it played that way all the time. The NFL happens this way. A lot of games on Sundays. We're like, man, that was clean. Well, you give an NFL head coach or offensive coordinator a week to prepare, yeah. they're going to do some things. All right, so kick in your live wagers towards the end of the first quarter because let's see at that point. And the score at the end of the first quarter, you go, oh, my God. The score at halftime, this is, I've told yeah. this story now three times. Gene and I wrapped up on the post-game show, which you can catch tomorrow, 10 to 15 minutes after the game's over on Warchant TV. Boom. And Florida's getting destroyed. I think it's 30 to 10 yeah, at the break. Like that, yeah. Something like that. I said, babe, I'm going out. i got to go watch this game. I can't. I need to go watch Florida play South Carolina in the second half because they're done. Yeah, it's over. It quit. It was over then. Yeah, and they get blown out, and they lose forty to seventeen. Then they give up fifty-two points to an FCS school in Sanford, and forty-two of those in the first half. Again, it's the train's off the track. They lose an overtime game against a bad Missouri team. They only scored twenty-three points, even with the benefit of overtime against a Missouri defense that couldn't stop uh, many glorified high school teams from scoring points this year. So, again, all the evidence in the last few weeks tells you that. Florida State should feel pretty good going into this game. But to answer your question, Kirk, the stats, the numbers themselves would say that Florida's recruited better, Florida has better players position by position, and Florida's overall statistics in a lot of categories is better than that of Florida State's. So that FPI does not take into account watching the games. That's my point. Watch the games. Yeah, for example, Gene had done this feature for years and years. It was the matchup analysis Mm -hmm. that's on Warchant.com, and Austin took it over this year. Like That's a tough assignment. Oh, because if you're saying yeah. Florida State offensive line, Florida defensive line, Florida State, you yeah, know, tight no, no. ends the versus linebackers. The say Florida's right. the better team, so period. how do you write that article? Because you're like, well, they don't have coaches. <laughs> they don't have any coaches, <laughs> yeah. and they don't care to be there. Yeah. So that's a tough assignment, and that's that's how you arrive at these weird numbers. Like in some books, having a 10-point spread on Sunday. So, so quickly that happened, and of course it got bet down to two like that because people watch the games again. You've you've got sort of a, a a peripheral overhead distant sort of view of teams when you're not immersed in watching either the region or the conference or the state. So, you know, this is where you can take advantage of a place like Las Vegas. Now, most 
well-run sports books in Vegas, there's going to be a there's going to be a guy behind the scenes in that moment is like, what are you doing? No, we're not pricing this as Florida as ten point. Are you insane? If anything, it's a pick 'em. You know, like you're gonna. But yeah, if we're gonna get to ten, it's because the public's gonna push it that way. Right. Let's lower this number yes, and see where they it's go. It's insane. It's insane, and it happened rapid fire. The extreme isn't usually eight points. Where you can take advantage of those first Sunday numbers that come out, usually you might be able to get an over under that's off by three or two. You might be able to get, a, uh, you know, that's I should say a total by three or two. You might be able to get uh, a side that's a, a point and a half to two points off. You rarely, if ever, see eight to ten points off on a side. I was blown out by that. Right, but the hard part is you say all that, and these are all correct statements. But when you're trying to speak definitively about Florida and Florida State tomorrow... Yeah, it's a weird game. Man. Well, it's still in Florida to be that good enough team where you go, well, better players, and it looks like they simplified things. And because they simplified things, and they don't have the distraction of Cousin Eddie, you know, like all these... You could see it where, all right, they put it together on one day because they rallied around whatever position coaches they like that are still on the sidelines, and they, they did what they did well for the first mm, month of the right, year. Right, right. So it's still in them to do that. Yeah, so you've yeah, got to be yeah. cautious about that. You, like, I feel like we're going to win the game too. But would it stun me if Florida played a very simple game and the run-pass splits were 80-20 to the run and they were able to establish some things off that, put our linebackers in conflict and take advantage of those things? Next thing you know, it's, it's a close loss. It wouldn't stun me if that's no, what happened tomorrow. Di- yeah, there's two ways of saying that too. Like, it wouldn't stun you. It'd be bitterly disappointing, but it wouldn't stun you. Um, just like it wouldn't stun you if Florida State wins thirty-eight to seven, it would not. No, no, no. no. I mean, it, you could see that this thing could be a machine, and they're not ready to play. By the time they decide I mean. they like, want to play, it's one thirty, and they're like, "Ah, the hell with it." Like, that key drive that they needed goes awry, and here we go. First quarter is big in this game. You know, I, you, you always want to get off to a good start, so it's sort of a banal thing to say. But I, what I mean is that every team wants to get off to a good start. I understand that, but when psyche is at play when when their emotions are at play when people are fragile you know early in the season i said it to tom once if i said it a million times right florida state needs something good to happen to it you know we were talking about that at the beginning of the year because coming off the the last few years where would the confidence be derived from they had no evidence that they should believe in themselves other than you know you're telling them to well that's not the same as executing, winning, and, and, and beating somebody. And so when things would go wrong early this year, it, it kind of was reminiscent of what we had seen. Now they've had some things go right. They stayed bought in. That's to their credit. And now they're not so fragile. If they give up a touchdown early, they don't quit. They fight. We saw that against North Carolina down 10 to nothing, and yet they kept bringing it, and they ended up dominating that game. So that Florida State now no longer needs early in games for good things to happen to it. But you know who does tomorrow? Florida. Florida needs good things to happen to it early at home. Deflected pass, a line of scrimmage, weird, lands right? in the linebacker's lap. Yeah, Florida does. Florida State won't bat an eyelash if they get down 7 nothing in this game, I don't believe, because they've given us evidence to the contrary. The problem is, you know, you don't ever want to provide that belief. You don't want to give that team who has some talent uh, a belief that they can win that game and finish their season on a high note. So the first quarter will be big here. Can Florida State get out to a lead, can Florida State get some stops early and maybe put a drive together? Because I want Florida, who's inclined to lay down right about now, to, to feed into that psyche. I want Florida to get down 7 10 nothing, and go, ah, what are we doing? Yeah, this we, has been a cluster you-know-what for the last five weeks. We came out humming last week, both halves. Well, that script last week was the best of the year. Best of the year script, 
in one quarter, the first quarter against BC on the road. That was a beautiful, beautiful script. Uh, before we break, thank you, Gabriel. Uh, hey, Jeff and Tom, since we are approaching the end of the season, I wanted to give a quick thanks. This was my first season really finding War Chant and all of its content. This show being my favorite. Well, thank you so much, Gabriel. Appreciate Woo! you. And uh, thanks for listening and watching. And uh, more of the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV, in a moment. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply and a good day to you james as you have said, I'm glad you had a happy Thanksgiving. It was around this date in 2012. I listened to my first JCS broadcast. Next year, this time, my JCS Platinum Bohica. Go Knowles beat Florida. That is true. Woo! Appreciate you kindly, sir. Seth, appreciate you too. Um, Yeah, line didn't move to minus two until Mullen was fired. Money didn't move it. Crazy. Yeah, it is kind of crazy. But Woo! But. If you know, so what's weird is, um, yeah, I'm friends with Bud as well, uh, Ryan. There was a posted minus ten. It did, it did come out. Yeah, it just wasn't on the Hard Rock. It which was I not was, on the. Yeah, come you, on, you could find. Let's yeah, go Hard Rock. You had to go quick. <laughs> uh, Eric, happy Friday uh, to you, and uh, thanks for wishing us a happy Friday as well, and to your continued support of what we do. Let's get fired up, Knowles Nation. Spear them Gators tomorrow. Yep. Um. The uh, yeah, you guys, good, good hugs all around. Can That's I give some hugs? Do. What are we doing out here? Hugs to everybody. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Uh, have we had a punter worth a damn since Gano? I find myself envious of every other punter we face. Um. Time to set up a satellite camp in Australia. Well, our current punter is from there, uh, and he's good actually. Yeah, he's good when you're on the other side of the fifty and/or in a position to pin somebody yeah, back. Yeah, he's not elite, but he's he's decent. But he'll get you, you know, inside the fifteen yard line. He's good at that. So Ryan, by the way, uh, you make me laugh because I understand why you feel the way that you do, and also thanks for your contribution. Okay, so what makes me laugh about this observation is that. It's born out of not just some inadequacies we've had at the position, but because this is a league of elite quarterbacks and elite punters. Sweet Jesus, everybody we face has a badass that punts the ball and then and or a, a, a league-ready NFL quarterback. It's insane. So that's what the ACC is accordingly. It is uh, a bunch of people uh, that uh, have punters that are Better than ours, typically, and or elite-level quarterback play. Well, and the frustrating thing with our punting game, when you're not trying to pin and cough and corner the, the opponent, which we do very well, but it's that this kid, our punter, shows the ability to boot it 65 yards. And I feel like, and just maybe it's the presentation. You know, we're talking about he can kick with either foot. 
You try well, to do the rugby thing. Yeah, you try the, to do this. You the, try to the do that. The foot thing actually pissed me off. It and he's got, done it he, recent weeks. It just became silly. Like, I don't care that you – that's fine. If it works, it works. And at times it has. But Mastromano can kick the snot out of it. You know? There are times where you're like, well, why don't we just do that? I get I get out kicking your coverage. I get that whole thing. It's not just a joke about a husband and wife. Yeah. Like, okay, it can happen in some places. But you know what? 65 yards sometimes is not a bad thing. Force no. them to return it. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you. Uh, by the way, updates, if you're out and about, if you were forced to do the unthinkable, which is to engage in Black Friday and actually have to add to the uh, level of consumerism that is uncomfortable uh, about town today and across the country. It's not reflected in the market. Uh, anyway, yeah. Then what I would tell you is that it's 16-3. to 3. Boise State currently leads ranked San Diego State. By the way, ranked San Diego State is 10-1, and 6-1 on the Mountain West, and there they sit uh, trailing four loss. Boise State 16-3 to 3, late in the second quarter. Are you feeling anything in the air for the Cincinnati game? I don't know why. Every time I look at it on the slate. You want East Carolina? I'm, I'm not... Not necessarily. You are going to vote against uh, Cincinnati, who's trying to lock in a playoff appearance? Something's uh, wrong today. Are you worried about Dowdy Fricklin Stadium in uh, Greenville, North Carolina? Fricklin? Yeah, it's, Dowdy Fricklin? It's, it's actually Dowdy Ficklin. No, Ficklin? Uh, yeah, it's Ficklin. Uh, you, th- you don't think Cincinnati can roll on into Dowdy Ficklin and, and, and win big on the road? I, that might not be the game. It's just something weird. Well, the is, game is... you're worried about with Cincinnati is Houston the following week, yeah. which they could absolutely lose. I suppose they could lose to East Carolina. I don't want that to happen. That number's only 14. Oh, okay. Just, just the 14. Yeah. Just the 14. Did you make your own card yesterday? You know, Did you put it up, a little graphic in your own home? I did Redemption Thursday I said graphic? I would do it, and I didn't do it. What ang- angers me about that is I would have had Ole Miss over Mississippi State. You know, I never know what to make of uh, Leach other than I would desperately not want him to be my coach the way that some of our fan base did. But so they they go seven and five at Mississippi State this year. They're four and four in the SEC, which is about what you can do That's at Mississippi. Good That's yeah. what it is. It is what it is. But does it bother you whenever you see? I mean, I watched Ole Miss last night run the same play, the same play, the eye candy, the motion to the edge, the quick game over and over and over again. And Mississippi State had zero answers for the same play that was run from the first quarter to the fourth quarter. I'm like, what? Every now and then they throw the slant off of it. It looked like our offense in a way. I mean, they just would throw the slant off of this. They'd play the perimeter game. I was just like, this is ridiculous. Why can't you adjust? What are you doing? It was maddening. Now, look, I picked Ole Miss, so that's fine, but really strange to me. Just really, really strange. But he'll rise up and win a game every year where we go, okay. Well, they beat beat Texas A&M. Leach special. They beat Texas A&M. But it's convincing, you know? That's the thing. He'll do that. Now, listen, that A&M team is uh, littered with more talent than what um, what Jimbo has, and they won that game, 26-22. That is ridiculous. That, that's the Jimbo game that every Florida State fan knows. We're yeah. like, oh, really? Well, he's had a couple oh, of them this year. What, well, yeah. They should have lost to Colorado. Was that 6 to nothing or whatever the hell no, that turned it was, out it to be? Something, something strange like that. Yeah. It, was, it was awful. But so, that was the first game the new quarterback played. I'll get I'll, – Give them a pass on that. But the, the, there's no excuse for losing the uh, – they won that game at Texas A&M, Tom. That was not at Mississippi State. That was there with all those losers in the stands. That's <laughs> well, where that was. That's the SEC. What are you like? Well, anywhere. I, yeah, well, especially there. Outside of Vandy. That's especially know? there. Um, yeah, man. So really quickly as a side note because you had me thinking about it. Yeah, he got a 24-10 to win over NC State. That's an impressive win in retrospect. But they turned around and lost to Memphis. 
they lost to LSU. Uh, they turned around and beat Jimbo. They got blown the hell out by Alabama by 40. Uh, they killed Vandy. They beat Kentucky. They lost to Arkansas. They beat uh, Auburn. They beat Tennessee State. And they just lost to Ole Miss. It's just a weird. I don't. Well, it's all college football this year. Mm. It's just all mediocre. You got Georgia and then Alabama, maybe, maybe Ohio State. I know you. Hey, that's CJ Stroud. Did you actually play that in your uh, yeah, in your personal the, life? Yeah, I did ages ago. Yeah, that was an easy He's one. He's now to minus two fifty this oh, week. Oh no, it's it's it, you didn't get in on it when I told you to. You you no sense of doing it now. Um, th- that was a because you could see the schedule setting up and their passing game. They've got elite wide receivers. They've got three receivers that may go in the first round. I, I mean, I just looked at the rest of the Big Ten and I thought, okay, Ryan Day's a great coach. That's a talented kid. There's a real good chance they'll light up the numbers there, and if you don't get anybody running away with it, and Alabama hasn't, then you knew the numbers would be there. Now he's got to win today. Gordon, thank Whoa! you so much. Is Lee coming on? If so, he has to take Florida. We don't need him to miss uh, mess up the mojo on FSU games. Guys, thanks for the content. It allows me to feel like I'm still in Tallahassee. Go Knowles. Thanks, Gordon. We appreciate it. Lee has the week off, unfortunately. I'll get him back it in It was soon just enough. brought to my attention this break. I was going to dial him up. Gordon, I'm devastated. I wanted to hear wrong teams favored. Well, you know, I would have chided him, and I rarely do that because everybody gets wagers wrong. But I said that, uh, you know, he was on the wrong side of the ledger there with the Florida State-BC game, and... Um, you know, guys, you got to track this stuff. Meaning FSU, I mean, come on now. You see that's a team improving every week. He just didn't He just didn't buy in. I think there was a bitterness involved. <laughs> he was what I, you know, this is uh, behind the scenes stuff. When he picked up, he's like, how's it going? I'm like, oh. <laughs> you know, Lee, we don't, we don't give you a lot of Raz. Not a ton of it. But he, you could tell that loss, it's still, there are some that linger. And it's not just rivalry games. You lose a rivalry game that way? Oh, my God. Well, and I'll give you one better here. What's going to be interesting is Duke is going to get killed by Miami in all likelihood. Yeah. And now now what do they do? They keep it to Manny. So I take it to beer. If they win that game going away, they will have won, what, six of seven? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to fire them. And Rhett Lashley is going to go take the SMU job. Which is great. Yes, get is. him out of there. You get his ass good, out of there. He's a good coordinator. Take Tyler Van Dyke with you. But I'm, I, I think it's fascinating. Like, they're – I know that the Miami fans out there feel like it's a foregone conclusion because the athletic director got fired that then Manny is going to get fired, but time is of the essence here, man. Right, and they don't have anybody they imminently to hire. They don't have anybody hire. in there yeah, to make yeah. the hire, so I don't think they're going to fire him. I think they're going to keep that dude. It cracks me up. I love it. Keep him. Keep, keep from- com. Yeah. Sign him to an extension, a five-year extension. Break the bank on him. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. There's the first one. Yeah, we're allowed to do it. Libations Friday. Attention turned to uh, Christmas and to uh, Billy Squire season. I heard you on Wednesday. Yeah, I got it out there, buddy. It's about to be time for Squire season. The poor people on Warchan TV, they're just never going to know. It is a shame. That would get flagged, you think? Oh, easily. Yeah. One of these times we should say, screw it, throw caution to the wind and do it and see what happens. Oh, well. Maybe on a different channel. Maybe we can patch up the old ESPN <laughs> channel. That Gene's not going to do that. They got shut down for a month once because the, the bots a got A month? Them. Yes. Yes. 
So we ain't doing that. No, I guess not. Ryan, I'll answer your question here, um, and I'll do it two ways. This will be fun. All right. So he writes, did you ever answer what FSU does if Norvell goes 7-5, and 8-4, and 8-4? and four? I took a work call that day and didn't go back to listen. Well, first of all, get your priorities straight, Ryan. Uh, secondly, let's uh, let's do this. You ready? So can't go, so you're talking starting next year. You're starting yeah, next year. Yeah. All right. So if we agreed that the COVID season was a non-season in essence, and then we look at this year as year one, and it's a possible six and six, seven and six campaign. So he's starting next year. And if we agree, and I, you, you can disagree, and then therefore your expectations would be dramatically different than mine. But if you agree that the roster still needs uh, quite a bit of work and that you're losing the best part about your team uh, after this season, which is the front four. You're losing the front four, and that is a group that is better than good. I mean, it's a, it's a, that is a... That's not ACC good. It's just good. It's just good. And I would also say it's the second best, bordering on the first best in the ACC. Clemson's number one and then us up front. Just the front four. Yeah, maybe because of Clemson's interior players. But if you're talking about edge rushers, yeah, there's oh, nobody yeah. better. Right. There's nobody better. So there it is. Okay, so that's you're going to lose that. In the ACC. So you're going to take a step back. Uh, but you're improved in some other areas, including it looks like a quarterback that is starting to get better and better and better, and one would like to believe that you're going to infuse some talent on the edges at wide receiver, and then you throw in the mix that this offensive line is getting better as well. So you're kind of yeah, all right. Pretty where, much all back. Where, yeah, where are we at? Where are we at? All right. Uh, a rare Libations Friday, Black Friday edition of W's and L's what? for 2022, Tom. Here we go. Let's oh go, goodness. buddy. Cue it up. Wait a minute. 2022. W's and L's, a special treat. You can give me all the time in the world. That, that thing got buried. We have During a holiday season, <laughs> all right. we break it out of the woodwork. Here it comes. Fire it up. W's Wins. All right, all right, all right. How you doing? Losses. Damn it. We lost. We fucking super lost, man. Where do we triumph? Where doth thou fall? <laughs> uh, big 1-0 and against Duquesne. A game that Florida State yep. ought not ever play. It's embarrassing that we are. But okay. Tate Rodemaker, three touchdowns. Yeah, that is a 1-0, August the 27th, whatever game. And then it's off to Mercedes-Benz Stadium, the Superdome, whatever they, yeah, Mercedes-Benz Superdome. It's not it, the other, the, not the Atlanta yeah. one. Yeah, 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 gotcha. New Orleans. That place is a piece of crap, by the way. It's a dump. The Superdome is. Yeah. It's unreal. Have you ever been there? No, oh, I've not all, been to New Orleans, so man. You and I are going, It's buddy. going to happen. Yep. We're going to be, uh, be there at a, a casino. Well, I'll be there for seven. Now, listen. Can we do a few days of Biloxi leading up to your first the game? taste? Your first taste is going to be a humdinger because yeah. here's the thing. The game's on a Sunday. So we have to oh, be Yes. Oh, so we're going to be there on a Friday and a Saturday. Going to stay the night on a oh, Sunday. No. Oh, buddy. Monday's going to be a toughie. Oh, that's a Cat 5 personal maintain. Well, we'll have a good time. 
I don't know. I don't even know who LSU's coach is going to be. If it's Billy Napier, that could be a problem. <laughs> so why did you do this? <laughs> okay, I'm going to pick us to lose that game. We're one and one. We're winning that football game. Okay. So I got one and one. You got us two and oh. Yeah, that's right. Heady times. Well, now we don't know the dates of anything else other than the other out of conference games that are in late November, like the one against Florida and Louisiana. And Raging Cajuns. Which Damn we, it. I don't like that, but that's here. That's here. Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll win that game. I'm gonna hard, 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 hard. <laughs> We're going to win that game. Against the hard, 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 hard. Yeah, we'll win that game. Uh, so we could just do out-of-conference games. Doak uh, will host Florida. We'll win that game. It'll be a two-game win streak against them. So, all right, I got us out-of-conference at 3-1. and one. Okay, that's a good start. All right. Now you got to go on the road next year to NC State and to Louisville. Well, Those are typically oh, games that are fulcrum right, games. Right, here we go. Here we go. All right. Uh, BC here's a win. That's a four. Oh, yeah. I, 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 again, no dates, no dates and times. We don't know. I'm just giving you wins and losses. Okay, so that's a win. That's four. You got us five and zero, oh, I guess, right now, right? Mm, championship. Mm. Uh, Clemson here. That's a loss. Yeah, they got to get it together, though. This offseason, well, listen. That, They've that, scored 30 points or more in three straight games, and they're going to stomp South Carolina tomorrow. Uh, they're, they're starting to get it together. Right. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Is Venable still there? I you hope never not. know. I hope not. You never but, know. Anyhow, I got us losing that game. So I've now got us at uh, two losses. Uh, let's see. Georgia, yeah, we lose that game. All right, Georgia Tech, that's a win. Win. Wake here, win. Wait, is Georgia Tech here uh, or up there? Uh, it was here. It's here. It oh. wouldn't matter. They're terrible. Uh, no, I'm just, you know, no, for no, roadies. No. Oh, well, spend yeah. some time with the family in the ATL. No, it's here. Jeez. They can come down here. Um, Wake here, revenge game. I don't know why I want to win that game so bad, but I do. Screw them. Mm-hmm. We're winning that Ooh, game. Yeah, I got us winning that game. At Louisville. Ooh. Malik Cunningham will be 42 years old. A little bit of a toss-up if he doesn't have arthritis. Uh, that's tough, man. I don't know. I don't. That's, hmm. They regulated his meds. He's going to be ready to go. Boy, I got us winning all over the place. They've got a coach in the hot seat next year, though, don't they? Well, I don't Have know. They had a good enough year. Yeah, they've had a good enough year. I don't know. That's a, that. Damn, Tom. I don't know about that game. That's a fifty-fifty. Depends on when. Got to look at the surrounding yeah, games. Uh, I'm struggling with that one. Is that prior to Miami? We'll see. Leary will be back at uh, NC State. That's a road game. That's a loss. Um, maybe, well, maybe, maybe. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm, well, if you've got like Syracuse, Georgia Tech, Louisville, then that game feels pretty good. Yeah, and you do have Syracuse and the Carrier Dome, which I worry not about. Uh, you have Miami down Ooh. there. Yeah, <laughs> we have Miami down there. Yeah. You know what? Here's answer number one. Uh, eight and four. Okay. Uh, could be. Yeah, I think the number seven and a half next year. If you do what you're supposed to do in the portal, and you get it, doesn't have to be you have a proven commodity. It's just you do some work in the portal to bring in veterans eight to play and, on the D line. Eight and four. Okay, that, that feels that feels like real progress. Real progress. Seth writes, "You boys play blackjack. Hit or stay on sixteen if dealer is showing six eight. I'm always a hit guy. There's no reference to <laughs> yeah. Bullocks keep coming. Um, I hit." Yeah, he meant to say seven. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. The dealer says, what would you like to do, sir? I say, that's what I say. Well, the key isn't whether or not you hit in that situation, but whether you decided before you sat down to place any wagers whatsoever, were you hitting on 16 or staying on 16? Yeah. You need to have a game plan and stick with it and be consistent. Mm -hmm. It's about consistency over time. Five, I'll stay. (laughs) I suggest you hit, sir. (laughs) 
I also like to live dangerously. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's good. Hey, tomorrow when we do the uh, pregame watch, uh, get together and hang out, it's going to be powered by our friends at Xfinity. Uh, My internet at the house will be geared up and ready to roll. I know yours will too, and we have no worry about whether or not it will be effective. It will be. High efficacy rate. At the house hey. with uh, with our friends at Xfinity. And we're sending down a staff, man. There are four folks from Warchant that are going to be carrying the banner for Warchant.com at the press box. It's an outdoor press box at Florida Field, which is always nice given where the game falls in the schedule for us. I'm sure that the media hates that in September. But, uh, you know, if they have Xfinity down there in that press box, then we'll be able to connect to them just fine to get updates from Fieldside. Because remember, a couple of names that we're looking for tomorrow include Darius Washington. Darius Was- Washington going to be okay? That's going to be the question on our minds tomorrow, among others, as we vet this thing. 11 a.m., Warchant TV, but powered by the superfied internet. I just made that word up of Xfinity. Speedy. I did some recordings this morning with my Xfinity internet, and it uh, worked out well. Did, did one with uh, the college sports book uh, to preview Alabama and Auburn, so that worked out well. And if well you're wondering, me. how do I get started? Get started by going to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit an Xfinity store today. Yeah, uh, Seth, you did mean 17. I just read it literally as 7A or 6A or whatever you wrote, and I was like, what? Um, but, yes, 17, and, and I'm hitting if I see the dealer with 17 and I have 16. So I'm hitting in that situation. Now, I can be unorthodox in some ways, right? but that's not worth exploring. Yeah, here. some folks believe in momentum on the table. Well, that's ridiculous. But that said. You ever played uh, Casino War? Mm-mm. It's a dumb idea. <laughs> uh, it's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Did not post Redemption Thursday picks this week for those in the chat asking about it. And if you're listening on 93.3, driving around wondering if that's true, too. Uh, no, I did not. And, and it was because I have a soul and spent some time with the family eating Thanksgiving <laughs> dinner and spending Breaking a lot news. of times. Yeah, I decided not to immerse myself in gambling outcomes uh, yesterday. Although I did have some wagers yesterday, uh, including... Detroit plus three against the Bears. All right, Lions. The best part about that game, (laughs) the best part about that game was the fact that I had Detroit plus three. The Bears are driving. The question becomes whether or not they're going to score a touchdown or Mm -hmm. kick a field goal, but it's third and nine, and the stupid-ass Lions can't get their personnel in. Waste a timeout and get called for a five-yard penalty. So it's now third and four. Bears convert. Lions down to one timeout. I quickly do the math, as did Matt Nagy's dumbass, and realized you can take a knee on the next three plays, run the clock down to one second, kick a field goal, get the hell out of Dodge, and they did. Woo! That's a cover. We had a buddy who had that number with Detroit, mm-hmm. plus the under as well, which both things in that situation yeah. – 
Once they got the first down, you never know, though. Sometimes coaches don't realize these things. In fact, it happens all the time. Yeah, no, but he figured it out, of all people. Uh, and yet, oh, by <laughs> oh, the way. Oh, and celebrated like they won the Super Bowl. Well, I know. Uh, it may, may very well have been his last game. But I, uh, I do think, man, if you're Detroit, you've tried to defend, understandably, because he's passionate about his players, his team, the city, the whole deal. You've tried to defend your coach, but, man, that team is not well coached, and that was dumb. A lot of dumb stuff going on there in Detroit, hence the 0-10-1. But uh, whew, Detroit is like vying for all-time sorriest. It's like, they, remember the 0-16 season? Wasn't that long ago. So you should never be on the heels of having yet another winless season when you're the first to ever have a winless season in a 16-game season to begin with. Well, also. And now it's a 17-game season. and you could, Yes. How about uh, Lucifer 9-11? Patino scoring a win over Alabama with the Gales. Big win. Big win. I saw it last night, and I cracked up laughing. There he was. I'm surprised he didn't invoke 9-11, but he did not. Well, he's about to get another job just based on that win. We'll see what they do the rest of the year. I never want to leave New Rochelle. I love Iona so much. It's in the shadow of New York City. All the skyscrapers. We're missing two of them. Did you know (laughs) that? There we go. Here we go. Yeah, easily, easily. I should note that... uh, they're undefeated. Did I read that right. Oh, Iona, yeah, probably five and zero, oh, six and zero, oh, something like that. Look at them. Uh, really quickly, because I did it and set Go it up. Gales. Go New Ro- visit NewRochelle.com. Rapid fire, because we're going to uh, the second hour. But uh, the following year's schedule for Florida State does feature a game in Blacksburg against Virginia Tech, which I'm excited about. And then also on that schedule is a game against LSU there in Orlando, which is most unfortunate. But we have Southern Miss, North Alabama, as you're uh, at a conference there. So. All that's right, what, that's that, better. That's what you got. That's what you got. Orlando. I like traveling to Blacksburg. That'll be fun. We'll have a good time there with the Hokies. We're out mini-golfing in the pirate ship place. Which one? There's 90 of them. <laughs> Here are the turkeys. It'll be good. Oh, yeah, that's true. Hour number two. Hang in.